0: You are listening to The Body Charge Podcast, and I'm your host, Sandy Sanderson. Welcome to The Body Charge Podcast. Today's topic is about keeping your calm in the midst of chaos, and I have with me a very special guest. Uh, Daphne Earhart is a psychologist, world traveler, NLP master practitioner, best-selling author, speaker, and founder of Soul Spa Retreats. With over 25 years of experience in the field of psychology, Dr. Daphne knows how important it is to prioritise self-care and nurturing your inner self. Today, uh, regaining control of oneself and staying calm in the middle of chaos is an art we all need to master. But how do we keep our balance when circumstances become overwhelming and unpredictable? How do we steer that ship through the storm when the waves seem insurmountable? Emotional control seems to be the biggest challenge for humans, yet it is also essential if we are to survive and thrive. So Daphne, I believe you are traveling at the moment. Is it for work, play or adventure?
1: (laughs) It's for life. It's my lifestyle. I have become a digital nomad. I travel and I live, I'm a world citizen, so I'm in North Macedonia right now and I have just learn to really love living throughout the world Um, but your topic is really interesting and fascinating because I come across many storms as I travel and of course storms are um, subjective my storms might not be someone else's storms but if I'm in a new place and I have the chaos I I deal with it's my storm and I have learned to kind of deal with that but we all have storms in life we all have those moments where we we have to all of a sudden um deal with something that feels shocking or uh, it's out of our
0: out of our comfort zone and we can feel overwhelmed it's just another thing and another thing and then you get to a point of overload and so um we live in a world which has a little bit of acceleration now in overload. You know, as soon as you turn on the TV, the, there are negative news reports and there's wars over here and financial collapse over there. And it's it seems to be very overwhelming for a lot of people um, as they try and recalibrate and navigate and reposition themselves in their lives um to you know protect and defend their families and to stay in good health um because you know health is everything if you don't have your good health you can't think properly you can't navigate your way out of trouble um you you find it very difficult to survive and thrive Mm. so when people are in that highly emotional state where they feel very overwhelmed um and and even panicked why is it more difficult to be able to solve problems when you get caught up in the emotion and the drama of something
1: that's a great question to understand ourselves why is it that we that it's difficult to problem solve when we are in this state and most of most of all it's because we're in this fight or flight situation we are in shock our and when we're in shock, it's difficult for our logical and emotional minds to all of a sudden simultaneously come together and you know, do things the way we would like it to happen perfectly. So when we're in overwhelm like that, we need to process it. Um, and it, it yeah. I'll let you go on. I know you have other questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so i'm um, I'm very interested in what happens in that fight or flight state because you know there's a lot of adrenaline that pumps. so so how does the brain work when you have a lot of adrenaline pumping? I believe that the um, the reasoning part of the brain, the prefrontal lobe kind of shuts down or, or it has less resources and all the resources and energy goes to the back to the primitive limbic system, which is the fight or flight, we've got to run away from the lions, you know, or fight them or, you know, we've got to survive and we've got to act quickly. And so there's not a lot of time for thinking in those circumstances. And we can yeah. make decisions. We don't have mm-hmm. the time to assess, should I go this way? Should I go that way? Um, what's a reasonable response? We tend to respond very quickly to fear. And fear can also be immobilizing. Um, you know, not just, you know, it, it, it pumps more adrenaline so your muscles get ready to run. You could also just freeze like the rabbit in the red in the headlights, right? Yes. Um, so so when people find themselves so overwhelmed, what are particular strategies that you found are helpful to recalibrate, to get yourself together again, to think clearly?
1: Yes. Oh, you said so much there, <laughs> so much to to touch on. So we do become in this fight or flight uh, system where we are physically, it's almost as though a lion is chasing us or we are uh, in danger, and it can be in danger physically or it could be emotionally. Our ego, you know, and ego isn't a, a bad thing. Ego keeps us, ego is, is um, we care about ourselves and our well being and how we view ourselves when we want to be viewed as, as certain ways. So um when those things are triggered, it's easy to become very. Um, defensive and just want to protect ourselves so what's what what can help during those times is to be able to settle ourselves become aware become self-aware however i want to preface this with when we are in that state sometimes it's not possible to all of a sudden say okay now you can't be in this state. If we're in that state, it's for a reason. And to give us ourselves a little bit of love and, and realize, you know, maybe I what I need is time. Time to process this. I don't have to react immediately. I don't have to give an immediate answer if I'm feeling attacked. I don't have to. Um, there's that external pressure. If there's really a physical threat, of course, get out of the area. But to give yourself some some time. So some people have mastered the art of of thinking very clearly and doing a really great job during these times. For example, Olympic gymnasts. Have you noticed how they are so focused? It's like they get in this zone and you would think that they would crumble under under that pressure, but they've trained themselves to get into this zone where they're extremely self-aware and they are um, creating things with how they think, creating how their body moves exactly with how they think. Yeah,
0: so do That's they, use, do I they use visualization techniques um, in order to detach yeah. and to, to be separate from that fearful circumstance, to be above it or outside of it? Well, the funny thing is with gymnasts, you can't detach
1: physically. You can't. You have to be completely integrated. Um, so I think that that sometimes we feel like we have to detach and just think outside but the 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 most beneficial will be to integrate the body and the mind which cannot always be done it takes practice but that's the goal to to just let yourself kind of practice with that
0: yes. and um, yeah so, fear fear and doubts I think are the worst saboteurs aren't they because I, I remember when I was younger and going through school and doing exams I really hated exams they they just made me freeze in fear and I couldn't think clearly and I couldn't answer the questions the way I knew how they should be answered um, because something was interfering with my ability to perform and and it's the same with um let, let's say uh, um, an acrobat that walks on a high wire um, if they just think with a doubt that they could fall, they could balk themselves and actually fall. So, your own thoughts preempt uh, what your body yes. might do. You actually trigger yourself and sabotage yourself with a doubtful thought.
1: Yes. So, so it's focusing the, on the mind,
0: the mind is a big player in that performance
1: yes. arena, isn't it? It is. It is focusing on what you want, visualizing what you want to have happen rather than you don't want to think about oh I might fall you think about what will it be like when I reach the end of this tight wire
0: oh I like that um, yes focus on, on, I... the, on the goal
1: yes focus on the goal being reached successfully and then um, also you can be aware of thoughts aware of feelings aware of letting yourself feel and process the fear at the time but kind of let it go through you rather than Oh, I'm I'm so fearful. I'm tensing up, and I'm just gonna keep the fear,
0: feel it, and then let it pass. Well, yeah. You so the more I mean? you fight it, the worse it gets, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, when so, you
0: when you face it and go to the other side, I like to use what's called Gedanken experiments, which is a German word for thinking experiment. And you go, well, <laughs> what is my worst fear? Let's walk down that imaginary pathway and see what would happen. And I get to the other side and look back and go, oh, that wasn't really so bad. So I, I kind of trick myself into, you know, I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt, It wasn't so bad. And my imaginary conjurings are much worse than the reality that's usually the case isn't it if we face our fear we we can get through to the other side and it's never yeah. as big an issue as we imagined.
1: <laughs> yes yeah, so I'm sure those tightwire walkers and gymnasts they probably face their fears um, beforehand on their own internally because you wouldn't want them facing their fears right when they're doing it well I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it that way but yeah it takes a lot of processing and it's good it's healthy to process it and let yourself feel the fear and and go anyway and another thing is that um processing feelings and and processing very difficult feelings in the presence of someone who truly cares and loves for you loves you is very healing and very It really, really helps. So if there's just one person in your life, one person that you trust, they might not be exactly like you or understand everything completely, but if you know that they really care about you and you process your feelings in their presence and they just accept you and listen, that can be so healing. It helps you release some and process it as well and and move to the
0: next step. I guess it's a confirmation, isn't it, from someone you trust that you're okay? Um, so because when you have doubts about yourself and fears, um, it's because you need that validation. And then once you get that confirmation from someone else, you feel more secure in yourself. Yeah. So I was yes. thinking too about emotions being a physical thing. So we talked about adrenaline before. It's a real chemical reaction in the body. Um And I was thinking that there are also some physical things that we can do to get uh, to calm the body down so that we can think more clearly again. So when you're feeling highly emotional, agitated, feelings of anxiety, you may do things like having a walk, a long, brisk walk with lots of fresh air and, uh, you know, get your heart rate up, get the blood circulation going, get oxygen into the brain. Um, get into nature. Nature is very healing as well. And another thing I like to do is use magnesium. So I'm, I'm a supplier and manufacturer of electromagnesium. We do transdermal magnesium products. So they're wow. very easily absorbed through the skin and don't require digestion. And so it's very calming to the muscles. So when you're tense, Obviously, your muscles are squeezing, your vascular system, the fine muscles in the vascular walls are squeezing together, the blood pressure is going up. Um, So everything is kind of in that fight or flight squeezing state. So if you can start to physically relax your muscles with magnesium, Mm. which is a muscle relaxant, that's one of the physical things that we can do to help calm down that system to then Mm. help us think better. And also it promotes better sleep. So um, if you do it before bed, you get a much better night's sleep. When you have a refreshing deep sleep, you also wake up more refreshed and clearer the next day as well. So it's very, very good to control, to manage rather, and probably manage is a better word, manage stress um, in any uh-huh. situations. I, I take my hat off to the um to the paramedics and the emergency workers that go out and they're the first that greet accident victims i think oh my gosh i'd faint i couldn't do that it was it's not in my makeup but there are people that can handle that so well and they're very good at switching off the brain and going straight to the practical you know thing to do the right thing to do the triage and they don't let the emotion and the fear and the drama of the circulation of, of the circumstance get to them. Um, it may, may they they can suppress it and it may pop out later and it may cause issues later. Obviously, <laughs> that the, where they need yeah. you know therapy. Um, but in the moment, they're very good at handling a crisis. So um, we really need those people. And I guess some people are better than others at handling crisis, aren't they? Um, that's why that's we need each other. <laughs>
1: We do need each other. And the magnesium, that's very interesting. I've never heard of it being
0: applied on. So how is it exactly applied onto the skin? Well, you can use it as a moisturizer or a lotion. So it's a double-edged because it also gives you beautiful skin. (laughs) But at the same time, the skin is a large reservoir. It's a big organ of the body and has the capacity to hold nutrients. And especially water and electrolytes, the electrolyte being magnesium in this case, um, helps um, attract water uh, and the, the fats of the cream and the lotion help hold that water in. So you get a nice plumping up of the skin. At the same time, this reservoir is making available to the body the magnesium that's needed as and when it's needed. So it could take a couple of hours to soak up and move inside the body, or you could have it straight away. It depends how hungry the body is because it's a self-regulating mechanism that helps it take up the magnesium from the skin. Yeah, I we have a lot of massage therapists absolutely loving to use it. Also chiropractors, physiotherapists are people that work with body therapies because when you relax the muscles and the central nervous system is calmed, all the therapies work so much better. You get much wow. faster results. Uh, even psychologists are recognizing the need now to relax the muscles, relax the whole nervous system. Before you can work on the mind, the muscles have to relax. Yes.
1: So, so does it work? So, for example, I uh, I have some back pain right now. If I applied it directly to that That spot, it it's good to directly apply it right where
0: that is to relax the muscle. Massage it in because massage um is a form of friction that increases the heat. It also encourages more blood circulation, so the blood vessels come closer to the surface. Um, so the penetration of the magnesium is always faster with uh, massage and heat as well. Heat works well, like infrared. Um, Okay,
1: this is fascinating. I mean, we all know about taking vitamins. I just hadn't heard of it being topical before. So, that's I'm learning something new today.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of people have digestive issues, and it's difficult to get enough magnesium from the food supply, especially if you're a high end uh, user. You need a lot of magnesium more than the average. And they're usually people who are under a lot of stress, um, who've had traumas. Um, are in injury recovery have had operations um, who do shift work Uh, any kind of stress or trauma can cause excessive loss of magnesium and then there are people with kidney issues so if the kidneys aren't working properly you're peeing out a lot more magnesium than you should be so Uh there are a lot of reasons why we would be deficient these days most Uh people are deficient to some extent and can a doctor do a blood test to see what we're deficient in With magnesium? A blood test aren't as accurate as tissue uh, analysis because 99% of the body's magnesium reserves are stored in the muscle and bone, and only about 1% floating around in the blood. And that's transient, and it has to be kept in a very strict range to supply the heart and the vascular system uh, with enough magnesium for your electrical energy supply. And so what happens is if you're not getting enough from food or you're peeing out too much magnesium, the body has to scoop up from the reserves stored in the muscle and bone to supply the mm-hmm. blood so that muscle and bone are often sacrificing their stored magnesium to give it to the blood. So you could show normal levels of magnesium in, in the blood and still be deficient in the muscle and bone. It's not wow. an accurate indicator of whole-of-body magnesium. But Very the symptoms tough. tell you a lot more. The symptoms tell yeah. you about magnesium like, deficiency. And when you get enough, the symptoms go away. So that's yeah. pretty well what most people do. If it works, yeah. it, you know, and whatever you need. Um, so, so if it works and that's the right amount for you, you can use as much as you like transdermally because the body's in control of what it takes up. So that's the beauty of using it transdermally. You don't need to be super accurate. You just need to supply that smorgasbord that's in the skin and then allow the body to take up in its own wisdom what it needs. Um, Yes, it's a great system. It works a lot. No no chemicals.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's great. (laughs) That's good. And you you don't need a prescription for it because it's a regular uh, uh, vitamin. I mean, mineral.
0: Mineral, right. It's the master mineral and it's directly related to energy production and the, the co- control of calcium in the body and also calming of the central nervous system. So really, really vital component in good health. In fact, life is not possible without magnesium. That's how important it is. Yeah. So um, yeah. why why I do the Body Charge podcast is because we focus on natural health and how people can self-care and keep themselves um protected uh, because there are a lot of environmental assaults these days there are heavy metals that can block magnesium there are you know fluoride for instance in the water supply can block or bind up magnesium so even though you might be consuming it if it's together with fluoride your cells can't absorb it because it becomes insoluble for cells so, so in a sense, fluoride can steal your magnesium. So you can't avoid the fluoride altogether because once they put in the water, it ends up in the juice or something else that you might consume. You go to a restaurant, you can't really control it 100%, but you can minimize your exposure to fluorides and you can add extra magnesium to your nutritional supply, which includes you know water or transdermal and, and foods with magnesium. Um, And that's then protective, because if you have a lot more magnesium, it then protects you from any kind of trace fluoride exposures and other heavy metals, you know, lead, mercury, there are a number of metals that can block um, magnesium. So and we are overexposed to chemicals these days. So we have to be a lot more vigilant than we ever used to be um, and eat organic and, you know, get, you know, proper exercise and avoid pollution I'm sure you'll know, with all your travels, um, how important it is to keep your health um, um, up to speed. Yeah. Because you yes. can expose, be exposed to a lot of pollution, and you know, be you know, in a hotel under a five G tower, <laughs> which isn't all that healthy.
1: <laughs> There's so many different things. Yeah, dresses. it is very healthy. Yes, to be healthy, that's number one with traveling, just stay healthy. And I am constantly aware of my body and how I feel as I travel. Because, you know, if I get sick, when I'm at home, I know how to take care of it. But if I'm traveling, I'm starting to feel sick, immediately, I do everything within my power to rejuvenate myself and feel better as fast as I can, because I don't, first of all, I don't want to be sick while I'm in a, a place that I'm enjoying. And second of all, while i'm sick to figure out the health care and navigate all that that would be stressful yeah. And more stress will make me more sick so i just need to immediately catch it
0: <laughs> yes traveling is a very big stress on the body you know in and out of planes and airports and up in high altitudes you know there's more radiation up there um lots of um uh things can overstress the body during traveling and we don't get enough chance to um, rest and recover. So I definitely recommend a lot more magnesium if you are (laughs) traveling and probably more, you know, meditation and doing things which help relax the body because as you calm the body, you then lose less magnesium. So you can conserve your magnesium supply by doing various um, things, you know, with mind and contemplation, and meditation and and yoga for instance, all of these yes. practices conserve yeah. magnesium loss and so that's why they're really healthy for us. Yeah. Um, but, but however that's I
1: love to do meditation so yes
0: yeah absolutely. <laughs> but but sometimes stresses are unavoidable and the point is we need to recover well from them <clears throat> and yes. so enough rest and enough good nutrition that you can digest and absorb, which is always Definitely. the caveat. Yes, taking a handful of supplements doesn't always help if you have digestive issues. So, you know, people have to find a way to get their nutrition the right way, maybe um, eat more if you have digestive issues, go more for soups, you know, organic foods, um, cook the right way so you don't have to work very hard to digest, eat more fermented foods. So there are lots of practices that help people um Improve mm-hmm. their digestive capacity, and of course, probiotics are in the form of fermented foods. You could also take probiotic supplements. By the way, your gut health is also dependent on magnesium, <laughs> so it's make yeah. you your neurotransmitters and your immune system. The majority of your immune system relies on gut health um, to be working well, um, and you know all roads lead to Rome. I call magnesium the trunk of that nutritional tree, and and it's the number one mineral when you're dealing with stress or recovering from stress. And mm-hmm. so when people don't get enough, you know, they may go to the doctor and the doctor will say, well, you know, here's some valium or other kind of drugs to numb, <laughs> numb and dumb everything down and to dampen down the adrenaline. But It's not really fixing the problem, is it? So it's a temporary Band-Aid or it's an, like an aspirin. But what we want to do is lay, have a lifestyle and strategies to self-care that actually avoid the problems in the first place, right? So we need to be able to recover well from stress because the number one yeah. reason for all degenerative diseases to start with is stress that's unresolved and ongoing and that becomes chronic and that we can't yeah. refill the tank.
1: Yes, exactly. I,
0: um,
1: that's why I specialize in this and stress management and meditations and I actually have some freebies on my website if people wanted to uh, go on my website you can get a free meditation and also a stress management video on spa for the soul.com spa the number for the soul.com um, and also if you ever wanted to you know get a little bit of help falling asleep at night I have some meditations for this and for that but yes, what you're saying is so, so true. The stress is the root. If we can get to the root and, and take care of stress in a healthy way, be aware in the moment, have our whole life being a living meditation, pretty much being aware of our thoughts, aware of our feelings, let, letting ourselves feel what we're feeling, giving ourselves love in that moment, not you don't have to be perfect. Oh, another thing I wanted to add with one of the questions you asked earlier is that you. Um, Mindset is very powerful when it comes to dealing with something stressful and chaos. For example, they did there's a study done, and they found that people, when given the same stressor, um, one, of, one group was just given the stressor. I don't remember what it was exactly. It doesn't matter what it was, but it was given a, an extreme stressor. The other group was given the same thing, but the second group was told this is a test let's see if you can pass this test, like a challenge. And they knew it was a challenge. And the ones that knew it was a challenge and they were like, oh, let me see if I can pass this test. They did a lot better than the ones that were just put in that situation and they didn't have the purpose of, oh, this is a challenge. I can I can overcome this. So mindset is super important.
0: Yeah. And I, I think a little bit of that is also that it's gamified. And so yes. the challenge is really always part of a game, and you know the the game has a beginning and an end, and it's not a permanent thing, and it's not it like it's like a virtual kind of um, reality. The game is the game, um, and this is how people are. Um, I think how they can recover better by using. These mind techniques and walking through imaginary circumstances to overcome fears and issues. But they know that it's just a fiction. But you know, there's a part of the subconscious that doesn't know the difference between real and not real. And so these kind of exercises can be very helpful to kind of exorcise the demons, you know, to have a resolution to a problem in an imaginary way but that that resolves the emotion of it Uh, did you find that's
1: why our mindset is so powerful yeah exactly and and keeping in mind our values and our our purpose loving ourselves in spite of imperfections because when it's a game if you fail you're like oh well I'll learn from that you know if you're playing a video game and you don't make it to the next level because you die you don't freak out you're just like oh well I'm going to do it again when I get to that level I'm going to do it differently I'm going to get to the next level by
0: doing it differently it's fun so it's a different mindset it's it's fun and I think there's also the idea that that's not me or it's not real or it's something it's my avatar or it's something else but I'm still here and I'm outside of that circumstance and that's that's important that that kind of stepping in and out of a situation or having a foot in each camp where you can be both the objective observer of yourself and the subjective uh, experiencer on the inside of that bubble and you if yeah. you can do both I think you've won I think that's the goal of everything to be able to control and manage yourself yeah. better you need to uh, practice that stepping in and out um, and yes. to see yourself objectively is hard. You have to practice, don't you? Exactly. Yeah. And what you said is goes back to what we
1: started to talk about in the beginning: the fight or flight, the ego death or physical death. So if it's a game, you're not worried about your ego death or, or you know, failure isn't such a huge thing. It's just yes. it's, oh, I'll be okay. It's externalizing it, and yes. I'm still okay. It's just that I. task i was trying to do at that certain moment didn't didn't succeed but i'm still fine
0: yeah yeah and i like um also to to have the idea that there is a greater power working for my benefit looking after me um and and it's a good power and as long as i'm willing to also tread that good path and do the best I can and be the best I can as a conscientious person. I know whatever happens is for my best good. Therefore there are no such thing as things as problems, really. They they're learning exercises. And all I need to do is look for what I needed to get out of that. And then that unpleasant circumstance never happens again. If I get what I'm supposed to get, it's beautiful. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it is beautiful.
0: (laughs) It's so lovely to talk to you. And I'll put the contact details under the YouTube video if people want to find out more or catch up with you. Um, And thank you so much for being um, my special guest today. It was really interesting.
1: Yeah, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Sandy, and I've learned from you as well. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: (laughs) I hope you like this conversation and will share it with others. Hear more from Body Charge on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our newsletter to get updates on blogs, podcasts, videos and magnesium special offers at electromagnesium.com.au. Relax, recharge and recover.